Praise the Lord, this is Brother Julius Adeomi again. In, in this series, we are discussing Christ as abolished death. It's actually from this my book that you will see on Amazon. If you go to Amazon and Google Christ abolished death or Evangelist Julius Adeomi, because I think there are some fake other ones that are not talking about the same thing, that you might see that Christ abolished death. But this is from Evangelist Julius Adeomi or Gospel Distribution Ministry. And we are talking about what Christ has done for mankind and how we can live and walk with him step by step. You can say, if a man keep my sins, I never see it. Now, in this chapter that I'm going to briefly talk on, you can get more detail on, from the book or from my website, because these are mostly sermons that are already on the website. We just compile them for people that will like to have it in a book form so they can refer to it over and over again. In chapter 6, I talk about aging process, which we discussed in the last broadcast. Now I'm going to talk about the restoration. Because God promised restoration. Even restoration of man, which is the what Christ came to implement. When, it's, when God promised that the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. And that prophesied about the Messiah coming to bruise the head of the serpent. That was why Christ allowed himself to be crucified. We've discussed that, we've talked about that in earlier discussions because this has been a series that has started for several times now. And this will be on TV. Now, the restoration that God promised in restoring us back to the glory that Adam lost is what I'm talking about. This is the restoration. And you will also see the process that God has set up for restoring mankind. The first one is to deal with the sin nature. Not so. Because Adam and Eve, they sinned and that brought the cause and that brought death, diseases followed, that brought diseases which is the ultimate death and those who are not repenting, they go to hell and lake of fire in the end. And But God has promised that the seed of the woman will come and destroy serpent, the Satan is serpent that started this mess, that initiated that mess. So now the Lord he will restore and what he was restoring was to restore us even right now while we are still waiting for Christ, Christ said if a man keep my sins, I shall never see death. God was going to restore man back to that state of that Adam lost. Adam lost a glory that was covering him. That was what was lost in the Garden of Eden. How did he get lost? When he sinned, that light was quenched. See, the light was quenched. It was a light covering. The Bible said God was covered with light as with a garment. And God said he created man in his own image. So then you can tell that he covered man with light. 
But that light is, an, is a living thing that can be turned off. And sin turn it off. And that was, the Bible said, the soul that sinner shall die. And that's what God was telling Adam. That the day you do this thing that he said you shouldn't do, you will die. And he died because the light was turned off. And the scripture says in another place that the lamp, lamp of the wicked shall be put out. So all those spirits that we call fallen angels, their lamps were put out. They were expected to be blowing also, but if they fell because they disobeyed, their lamps are put out. And God is planning to restore man, his seed now, not every man, the seed of God. Because Christ gave a parable in Matthew chapter 13, that there is a seed that he planted and there is a serpent that came and put, the enemy that come and put tears in the field. And that enemy is the devil. And the tears that were planted in the field, this wall is the field. Go and read it in Matthew chapter 13. The parable of the tears. Jesus Christ gave the interpretation of it when the, when the disciples asked him. He said, This field is this world. The field that he was talking about is the world. The owner that planted this good seed is himself, the Son of Man. He said, well, But while men slept, the enemy, which is Satan, that serpent in the Bible, in the book of Genesis, is not talking of an animal called a snake that's crawling on the floor. That is representing Satan. It's a spirit. It's an enemy. And it was the Satan, whether through a physical animal called serpent, that he went in and beguiled Eve to do the forbidden fruit. And that's what Eve said, the serpent beguiled me. So that's a loaded word. But in the end, God promised that the seed of the woman will come and destroy, bruise the head of the serpent. Of course, he allowed the serpent to also bruise his heel, which means there will be persecution. The seed of the woman is Christ. And the body of Christ from head to toe, Christ is the head, the whole church is the body. And that has been described in all the other sermons. Now, God said he will restore. Well, let's talk about the restoration. So, what I discuss in this chapter, where I talk about restoration, is the fact that just like woman being degraded from Adam who, who lived for just one up to one day, he didn't live for that one day because one day with the Lord is 1,000 years of mankind, according to the scriptures. A day with the Lord is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. So, when God said, In the day that Adam sinned, that's the day with that. That means the day that 1,000 years, he didn't cross the 1,000 year mark. So, if he has not sinned and has lived for 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, and then die and then sin, then it will have been had that the 3,000 year will have been the day will have died. They say the day he did it is he died. So that first 1,000 year of his life is when he did the offense and they never crossed 1,000 year. And the light was quenched. In the day they touched the thing, they did the forbidden fruit. And then their body will now, because when you turn off the light of an electric body, just think about it. In our physical world right now, we in our generation, you have electric bulb, the, the fluorescent, the, the other fluorescent, or even the incandescent lamp. If you look at it, it looks like it's covered with light, you know, so when it's glowing, and you can't touch it, it's very hot. But you turn off the electricity, what happens? It cools down, then you can touch it. You can even crack it with your hand. Now, that is what happened to Adam. When the light was turned off, his body will cool down, and insects, the elements in the air now can it can feel the touching of the insects upon his body, and it will take before the end of that one thousand year his body will wear out because of the 
attacked from the outside insects, the microscopic organisms that are outside. That is what kill mankind also. What normally kill man be? Viruses, what are those things, viruses? Germs, what are those viruses? They are microscopic living organisms, whether they are plants or animals, bacteria. They are microscopic. Not the big ones like lion or the bigger one we can see with our eyes. But the one we cannot see with our eyes, they are also living things. Who created those things? God. Some are said to be plants, and when they land on your skin, they will try to begin to jam in it. Also, they who created those things, God. But if we are covered with light, that's why He covered us with light. That light blew them away. Even in our generation right now, we know about ultraviolet lamp. That if you get an ultraviolet lamp in your house, the, the ultraviolet light kills viruses. What about viruses? Viruses are like a component that can begin to want to grow on your skin or grow in your lungs. You get to your nose, also. Now, ultraviolet light kills them, disintegrates them. So, ultraviolet light is almost like a lamp that we emanate from our body. If that alarm has been covered with that light, that light can generate any type of frequency that will kill any, any jammer about him. That was when that lamp was quenched, those microscopic organisms will now begin to affect his body, affect his lungs, affect his mouth when they come to the throat, affect his eyes when they come upon it. Those are all the things that normally kill human beings from medical world, you know now. So that is why God said, in the day you eat, you touch the uh, forbidden thing, you will die that day, and that means the lamp, the lamp was turned off, and he had to go through these things. And God also now allowed them to go out of the invisible world, you know, because they will have been to go in and out into the visible, into the invisible, into the visible, into the invisible, just like our logic can do right now. It can manifest into the visible because it has a physical body that it took out of the grave. That's our logic case. And it can just disappear into the invisible world because it is Lord of all. Now, that is what he gave to man, Adam, also. Adam lost him, but they are, so they locked him out of the invisible world. Where the, he said that, so that he does not go and touch the tree of life, which is a spiritual thing, that will have kept him alive forever. He said, well, let's not keep him alive in this state of disobedience forever. So we have to let him die physically. But now God is going to restore us back, and as we are talking about that restoration, and in this chapter, we talk about the restoration that God actually started restoring man from when they were degenerating from 100, 900 and something years. Adam lived 930 years. The Tusola lived 969 years. Some of them lived 900 something years. Very soon, they are now reduced to 800 years. Very soon, they are now reduced to 500 years. Noah lived for about 600 years before the flood and then lived some more. And then very soon, by the time they came to Abraham, they are now about 170 something years. Their generation, it's like things are reducing. Reducing. At the time of Moses, 120 years. Moses actually said in the book of Genesis chapter 6 that their number, the number of their years will be 120 years. So that was why Moses lived up to 120 years and he died. So people are no more crossing 120 years from that time forward. By the time it came to the days of King David, this was. David was lamenting, it was lamentation, so to speak, in the book of uh, Psalm 90. Because people thought, oh, that's all God gave to us, 90, 70 years and 80 years. No, God didn't give us 70 years. The last thing he mentioned was in Genesis chapter 6, that said 120 years will be their days. 
but the generation of mankind because of all the troubles in the world diseases in the world sicknesses in the world of bad bad habits in the world they were not able to live beyond 70 or 80 by that time of king david david said in days of our years at seven three score years and ten if by reason of strength so if god has one that commanded it to be 70 then there will be no strength that will push it forward also king david said if by reason of strength it's for 80 years it will be toil and sorrow and then we fly away so but see god now begin to restore because he said knowledge shall be increased also in the daniel was prophesied that knowledge shall be increased so god begin to give knowledge that begin to make people to get some medical help that people are now living up to 110 years i've seen up to people are living 104 years now also so that's a progression the same way god is restoring this knowledge of the faith of the son of god to us so that we can know if a man keep my saying shall never see death it's a progression because when christ shall come back how many years will people be living we will live for about 1000 years because bible says in the book of revelation chapter 20 say restoration god is restoring it gradually before he gave us that immortality where we are going to live forever it's going to have a trial of 1000 years that was the the, the millennium we read talk about that in the book of millennium. it's part of the restoration that god is returning man the christ shall be reigning for 1000 years and those people that will be allowed to live in their physical body because they will escape the destruction of the world, the world war that is coming, they will live for almost one for almost one thousand years. Those who are still disobedient will be cut off at the age of hundred, according to the prophecies in the book of Isaiah. That anyone that is still, he said that the, the one that is still rebellious will be cut off. Say, shall we die at the age of hundred? But that they will call him a shall if he die at the age of hundred year old. That's because, and he said, this, the, the, the wicked at the age of 100 will be cut off. That means they will be killing, they will be taking them away if they refuse to repent. Because the saints of God will be ruling the world. In the book of Revelation chapter 20, you will see that that was the plan of God is to have a, the kingdom of Christ for 1,000 years on this planet. And only the holy people, the righteous people, we are the Christians that went up to meet him in the air and those that are already in heaven, that are already resurrected and go with him, they are going to come down, gather all the people that escaped the destruction of the world because there will be nuclear destruction. That Bible says, if no, if that days were not shortened, no flesh will be saved. Please, my truth. Now, after that, there will be, let me drink some water. After that nuclear destruction, all those that escape the destruction will see Christ and the saints coming down from the sky. And those people will gather all over the world. They will clean up the earth. And those people that escape the destruction are the ones that are going to be allowed to multiply. According to the scriptures, we know that we that are resurrected, the saints that are resurrected, and we that are translated and in the rapture, that is the end for mortality for us. We are now immortal. So there will be no more marrying. We just be ruling from these heavens and ruling the people on the earth. And but those people that just escaped because they were hiding in the caves, they were hiding in the bunkers, and they finally will be seeing that everything is over and they will see Christ coming from the sky and the saints will be ruling and they will gather them and they will clean the earth. And then they will live and multiply for this 1,000 years millennia. Look at it in the book of Revelation chapter 20. That is the millennial reign. 
verse 20, chapter 20 of Revelation, the book of Revelation, chapter 20, from verse 1. Let me read to you. He said, And I saw an angel came down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that whole serpent, which is the devil, and Satan. Remember, that serpent that deceived Eve, or beguiled Eve. It's not talking about a snake. If there were a physical animal there, the Satan was inside that physical animal that did what he did. And that's why the Bible called him that old serpent. To point to the Genesis serpent, which is the devil. And it's also called the dragon here and satan and bound him a thousand years so during the time of christ reign upon the earth there will be no more satan he will be locked up in the bottomless pit verse 3 that he cast that he cast this devil this satan into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more you see there will still be nations yeah these people that escape they will be in everywhere all over the world and they are the ones that are going to be allowed to populate the earth again under the rulership of Jesus and the saints, every believer that are raptured, every believer that are resurrected into a new body, no immortal body, raptured into a new body, immortal body, they will come down and rule on this earth. So that's why you that are a believer, don't be afraid of all those uh, extremists that are killing Christians, because Christ is going to resurrect the believers. Why those jihadists and extremists will be killed and destroyed and they will be in the hell until the day of judgment, the real day of judgment. See? But see, the saints, the Christians that are killed, they will be resurrected very soon when that time comes, when the rapture comes, they will be resurrected and they will take, they get a mortal body to go and meet the Lord Christ in the air and the raptured ones to go meet the Lord Jesus in the air. And they are the ones that are going to come down and gather whoever is left on the after the world war and destruction and clean up the earth and stop the radiation. And then they will allow them, they will be very few, of course, you know, so because the whole world will be almost radiated out before the Lord stopped it. He said, if the days were not shortened, no flesh will be saved, no flesh will be left. Whether they are in their bunker, they will have died in their bunker. But God will, this, will stop the radiation on the earth. This thing is coming soon, folks. Many of the world rulers know that if there's a nuclear war right now, there will be no body left on that. But the Bible also prophesied that if your days were not shortened, no flesh will be saved, except that the Lord will shorten the days for the elect. When you say elect, means that there are people that are elected to live. At that time, that is, they were elected by God that they will be escaping. And they are the ones that will be allowed to populate the earth again. And they may live for 1,000 years when Christ is reigning. But there will be tests for them. As it as the teachers are teaching them the way of the Lord, the Christians, the saints that came down from Christ, from heaven with Christ, will be ruling over the world and teaching those who, those people that escape the ways of the Lord. And they will allow multiply, so more children will be born that will populate the also. And those children will be taught to the way of the Lord. Some just like the seed that are coming to the world, some will obey, some will disobey. Some will be secret sinners. And that's where the Bible said, a sinner being already years old will be cut off. Because if they keep teaching them and they see that he's doing something secretly, he thought he's doing secretly, not realize that the saints are seen in the spirit also. And they, so, so the seed of the serpent that perhaps are still left in the spirit that are coming, being born, God allowed them to be born, they will give them a policy. Like we, like we preach in the other sermons that the, 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 the seed of mankind has been 
contaminated by this thing that the devil did by putting the tears in the bag where the seed is to come from from the spirit to the physical world that's why it is possible for people to be born again and to be born in this world by the same father the same father will give back to a good one and a bad one because the seed is mixed from the spirit but see that is the possibility that make that there will still be some sinners even though they are being trained being taught being instructed by the holy people there is some secret sinners say a sinner being 100 years will be cut off is what the prophecy said in the book of Isaiah, I believe. So that is very important that during that 1,000 years, Satan is locked up, but the, the people that are on earth, that have been allowed to live on earth, will be trained, will be instructed by the saints, the only people that are ruling the earth under Christ. Christ will be reigning for that 1,000 years from Jerusalem. Now, the Bible went further and told us, verse 4 of Genesis chapter 20 is where he said, I saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God which are the Christians and which had not worshipped the beast neither his image neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years that's what I've just been describing the Christians that are resurrected and those that were alive that were caught up in rapture they are the ones that are going to be living and reigning with Christ for 1,000 years. Verse 5 said, But the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were fulfilled. So that is the first resurrection. Now, you go to verse 7, it talks about after the thousand years, there will be a test for those people that are populated here to see whether they are obeying, they are going to obey what we have been teaching them, what the saints of God have been teaching them, or they are still going to rebel against God. And how will they go to test them, they are going to release Satan from the bottomless pit to go to the nations because they are all over the world now populating the earth. For 1,000 years, you can see how many people would that be when they are multiplying, when they are allowed to have children. That may be the time when a man will have seven wives. He says, seven women will say, just me, just me, just have your name. I mean, they will allow them to multiply. And then the Satan is loose and you go after them and try to convince them that why are you being ruled by one king all over this for 1,000 years? You know, I just use an example of what he's going to tell them. Democracy is what we want. In most of we promote something like that, make them, fire them up, they want to be king too. Why are you being ruled by these people that are, that are telling you you must do this? You have to have your own mind. Oh, okay. And very soon he said, the Bible said they followed him. And that's what you see in Hebrews chapter 20. Verse 7. And when the thousand years have expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of their sea, deceiving them. Now you have to remember only the seed of the serpent will be following him. Because, like we said, the, the, the seed have been mixed up in the spirit world and they are now coming to the world. There's the seed of serpent. Still, of, of course, the seed of Sabbath will be more because they are multiplying, multiplying, multiplying. Cain was multiplying then in those days too. Before even the, maybe the seed of Adam, a few. But the seed of the serpent will multiply all over the world. They will be the one that will follow the serpent wherever you want them to go. And see, Gog and Magog, he said, to gather them together. To, but why did he use Gog and Magog? Because there was a prophecy in the book of Ezekiel or Jeremiah where he mentioned Gog and Magog just to make us identify which war he's talking about here because that was mentioned in Gog and Magog like a war when Gog and Magog will come down towards Jerusalem and people are thinking that will be in, before the rapture 
doesn't look like that. This looks like the Gog and Magog of this one is talking about after the 1000 years of Christ reign. So there could be another Russia coming to fight in Israel before the rapture. That may not be this one. This is Gog and Magog of the 1000 years. And he mentioned that's why he put the word Gog and Magog to identify that this is the war that was talking about in the Bible. Now he said, they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured it. Now he said, they went and camped against the camp of the saints. It's like, let's say, there'd be a, a, a feast of tobacco or whatever feast and the, the Lord will call all the saints. And the people that believe and the people that in that division, like you said, the seed of God, the seed of serpent, and they are the people that are able as the seed of the serpent. Those people that are following, that are being taught and they are following this, the way of the saints, they will come to the camp to worship the king of kings. And during the time they are camping there, maybe during the time of a feast, is when the devil will be able to get all these people to come and attack them. They want to rebel, they want to raise a coup against them. And the Bible says there is no war, there is no fighting fire come down from heaven. Why? Because the saints are both in heaven and on the earth. So we are, the Lord God Almighty is in the saints and we are ruling the heaven and we are ruling the earth. Right now, the devils are still ruling the heavens. Heavens means the cloud in the firmament. You can't see them, but they are in the spirit. But by this time, by this time, all those devils are locked up in the bottomless pit or in hell when Christ started reigning. So the 1000 year reign of Christ, there will be no devil in the air. So that's why you, we that are believers, we're going to continue this in the next broadcast. I believe that the Lord is teaching you some things here. The Bible has told us these things. Prepare yourself and love the Lord Jesus Christ. And He loves you. If you are not a believer, you want to be a believer, you want to call upon the Lord Jesus Christ, let Him come and save your soul. If you are a believer, prepare. The Lord is coming soon. We continue this in the next broadcast. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Well, we will continue this message in the next broadcast. The Bible said, Precept shall be upon precept, line upon line. A little there, a little there. And I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today. The Bible said, Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In, in other words, we can say faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.